The world needs hope now more than ever. Welcome to the Exalted Podcast, where every week I will bring you messages of hope, health, and healing. I want you to be unapologetic about your faith, your success, your health, and the miracles that God is doing in your life. I am your host, Jen Beyer. My mission is to equip you in your faith so well that you are able to be a hope dealer in your communities while being as generous as possible with your time, your money, and the talents the Lord has blessed you with. This podcast is sponsored by Exalted Health, where we are ending the war on women hating their bodies. Welcome back to the Exalted Podcast. I have with you my new friend, Bwindi Bob. And, you know, we just met, but she is just such a light. She's a licensed counselor. She is an author. She's a podcast host. I know you got some other great things in there because you're doing all sorts of things for the kingdom. Um, And I'm just so excited to have you here today. So thank you for being on. My pleasure. Thank you. I remember reaching out to you and just... I, I don't even know how I started seeing your content, but I was like, whatever you were, whatever your content was about, you know, women and health and, and perceptions and body and faith and Jesus. I was like, whoever, whoever this is, like, I need to, I need to meet her. Like, I need to stalk her. I need to connect with her. So <laughs> the Lord, the Lord for sure was on it. Yes. We just, we have this instant connection and it's super fun. Yes, it is. Talk to me about uh, what it's been like Mm -hmm. being a mental health professional Mm -hmm. this last, you know, two years as we've been in this. How has that differed from before? Mm -hmm. I feel like I've been on a battlefield. Like I used to want to be in the military. (laughs) Like that felt like straight military, um, straight military work. Like it has been, I'm really thankful for being in position to serve. Yeah. You know, if you mm-hmm. build it, they will come. And <clears throat> excuse me, I've had the business since 2017. That's when I established it. But I was working for other people, other salary jobs while I was providing practice. And in June, June of 2020, of 2020, I felt the Lord was leading me into jumping in full time, right? Yeah. Who leaves their salaried job in the <laughs> midst of a pandemic? <laughs> I did, right? A, a I, woman of faith. <laughs> a woman of faith, crazy faith, right? Because I, and I and I just knew that once I jumped, I was not I was not afraid because I know that the word of God says that those who confidently trust in the Lord to those who uh, fear the Lord will mm-hmm. not be afraid. We don't fear bad news because we know that God is going to take care of us, right? Amen. So I jumped into this cushion of provision. Um, the doors and, and I have had a long wait list ever since then. People have just been coming out from the woodwork saying, yeah. I need to talk to somebody. Yeah. It has been wild. Um, and not just for me, for every for every protect for every practitioner, every therapist, every counselor, yeah. the doors are bursting at the seams. The wait, the waiting lists are immensely long because is it a direct result of everything that's been going on in the world? I think a lot of it has to do with that because before pandemic, people were able to easily hide behind activities, behind programs, behind roles, Mm. behind behind things, right? Behind movies or whatever, relationships. And so when you strip away things that we, people once thought defined who they are, the question is, who am I? Who am I left with now that I have to live with myself? 
in my relationships, in my home, or the lack thereof. Um, I can't do the things that I used to want to do. Yeah. Um, and who, who am I? And so yeah. you, people, people needed to realize, oh, wait a second. I know that I've had mental health issues before, but I really need to confront these issues now because I don't like and so people felt the stress because of yeah. identity issues, because of overload and overwhelm. You yeah. know, so you have, my my niche is working with professionals. And so professionals, one of the things about professionals is that they're they're functioning, right? They're going to work, right. their moms, their husbands, their 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 teachers, and so on and so forth, but they're wearing a mask. And so yeah. not, not also did we have to start wearing a literal mask. Yeah. But now people had to realize, wait a second, my mask that I was wearing for years, it doesn't work anymore. It doesn't shield yeah. me the way that it was anymore. I loved how you said, though, that the busyness, yeah. like, because typically when you think of mental health struggles, mm-hmm. you think of people that can't get off the couch. Right. Right. At least I do. Right. So I mm-hmm. love that you talked about how that can be masked in busyness because it's just mm-hmm. like, I'm just not going to deal with it. And I'm going to stay so busy that it doesn't get a front seat. Absolutely. And, and the what world happens- comes to a halt. Yep. It comes to a halt. Now I mean, now I'm crying in the car. Now I now I'm getting really, really easily sensitive or offended at work. Yeah. Now I don't know how to keep my feelings inside anymore. Now I'm isolated. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. want to be, but because everybody else has their own stuff. So I don't have the people in my life that I thought I did. Right. So I'm withdrawn and I'm have I'm, I'm it's me and my feelings and my thoughts. And I did I don't have the support that I thought I had at home. Or I don't want to be at home because it's just a house. It's not even a home to me. Right. Yeah. So then I'm building. Now I'm crying in the shower. And then for some people, their church is closed. Mm-hmm. And for some people, they define who they are in their faith by what the pastor mm-hmm. talked about. They, they, yeah. they open their Bibles only on Sundays. So they yeah. realize, oh, snap, I don't know that I have a relationship with Christ that can sustain me without yeah. the church being opened. So there's a lot of things that people realized that made them, uh, that, that pushed them into the couch or a video of a therapist. Yeah, that's so good. So I know you're a great woman of faith. So do you do you consider yourself like a faith-based counselor, like a Christian counselor, or do you keep them separate? No, no, no. I cannot keep them separate. Amen. I cannot keep it. I, I market myself as you know, offering Christ-centered counseling. But for people that don't, like if they don't want to incorporate that, that's fine. My prayer is that the love of Jesus reaches any person that I work with. Um, But there are a lot of people who are calling because they want to incorporate their faith. I love that a lot of people want to incorporate their faith in therapy. Um, In fact, it's a beautiful intersection when you can work on your mental health and also and also merge your faith in Christ in the process. That's beautiful. Uh, And and actually, actually. that's where I've seen more effective results. Yeah, right. I can imagine. <laughs> I've seen more effective results because it, it, the source of identity is Christ. Yeah. So it, the source of validation is is the Lord, and so mm-hmm. where if it I should could, be. That's where it should be, right? Yeah. That's yeah. That's, just, that's, <laughs> that's where it should be, and so I've seen beautiful 
beautiful blossoming, uh, you know, results when a client comes in, we can incorporate prayer in our work together. We can incorporate the work of the Holy Spirit. We can talk about scripture and how it relates to them. Okay. I've seen it be, be very beautiful when we can, when we can do that for sure. Yeah, that is so good. I love it. And I love that you just talked about, you know, like religion versus relationship. Do you find that you almost get to train them up in how to have a relationship with Jesus and like kind of sweep away that, like those religious law type thinkings in it? Gosh, that is such a great question. Yes. And I'm so thankful that I have a great man of God who teaches us the word, right? Right. Because of, because of how I'm being taught, I'm able to take that plus my own personal relationship because I've been there. I've been in, I've been in a place where it was just religion and I absolutely hate religion. I absolutely hate religion. Me too. Religion hurts so many people, like all these rules and traditions that left that people living in the old covenant. Right. (laughs) believing that God is mad at them, that God is right. That he rules with an iron fist. Yes. And so a lot of times I have to spend time confronting these cows and these false narratives that are straight lies in the pit of hell that I have to perform. And then I have to find myself saying how God sees you has nothing to do with what you do for him, Mm -hmm. but it's what he's already done for you, you know? I mean, he's already done it. He's already died for you. He's already, he's already set the the, the pathway for you. Um, And and, and also using the the scripture in a, in a very loving way to, to show, because there's a lot of things that people say that is just so religious, religiously based. Yeah, it it really is. And people don't even realize how ingrained some of those things are in them until you start peeling back the layers. Right. And it's very obvious on social media. Mm-hmm. If you have like these Christian influencers who is operating under the old covenant and the law and how everything should be this way and that way. And then the people that are operating out of a relationship and just really spreading the goodness of Absolutely. God and just Absolutely. wanting everyone to have that personal relationship with Jesus. So I love that you're teaching people how to do that. Cause in my experience, that has been hard, one of my, one of the toughest parts to navigate in my journey of faith, right? Like unlearning things that were ingrained in me as a child. And, and, and I didn't even grow up in a family that really attended church all that often, but those are the things I knew, right? Like that was how my dad was raised. And so those are the things that I knew. And I don't blame him for that, that he did what he knew. Uh, Mm -hmm. but that, I think that's fantastic that, that you're helping people unlearn things mm-hmm. that have kept them stuck. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard because it's, it's a, it's a stronghold. It is. Right? Yeah. For yeah. Something that people it can be a spirit in some cases too. It can be spirit in some cases, because if you, there, if you believe that healing is not possible for you, yeah, but possible for everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, Oh, because of whatever you, you learn, or maybe you didn't learn about healing or you didn't learn right. that Jesus is a healer. Right. It is, it, it's, it's really hard to strip a person from that, that belief right. unless they want to, unless they see it as yeah. a problem. Mm-hmm. Cause they've partnered with it. Yeah. They've partnered with that. Yeah. yeah. So it's hard, you know? Yeah. It, it, I bet it is hard. So let me go back to the word stronghold. Cause I love that word, but I feel like sometimes it doesn't always 
translate with people that yeah. maybe don't have a personal relationship with mm-hmm. Jesus. Can you just give a quick definition so maybe people can recognize mm-hmm. what that is? Absolutely. A stronghold is any thought pattern that takes residence in a person's mind that explains, um, how do I say this, that allows a person to be anchored by. Yeah. So it it affects how a person moves, how they feel, what they do. It's this thought pattern. It it can cause cycles. It can cause themes in a person's life because of this thought pattern that takes place, that that lives up in their mind. Yes, exactly. Do you, and I know you have to respect your patient's privacy, but do you have an example that you could share with anyone listening? Absolutely. So yeah, so of course I have to maintain confidentiality, but I had a person who believes, who told me, um, I have a couple that come to mind. I don't believe, yes, I believe that God is a healer, Mm -hmm. but I don't believe that he can heal me. Hmm. Yeah. That's not conducive to healing. That is not conducive to healing, right? (laughs) It's not conducive to healing. Um, I have another, I have another one who, who, who says something like, um, I have to, that if I stop getting it, if I stop doing this, or if I'm not doing my part, mm-hmm. that somehow my business will suffer. Yeah. Or if I'm not doing, you know, my devotion, or if I get away from this, that somehow, you know, I have to perform mm-hmm. for God to, to bless me yeah. or things like that. Like this yeah. whole performance mindset. Yes. That's so, that's such a great way of explaining it. Such an old Testament way you know, in the old Testament, we had to, we had to meet the law. Right. right, right. But then and when Jesus came out. down, yeah. like he wiped that slate clean. Mm-hmm. All so the way good. Yes, so ma'am. good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you share? And again, with respect to your patient's privacy, what's one of the biggest breakthroughs that you've seen, um, mm. that you can share with us just okay. using that Christ centered coaching. Yeah, I remember a client came and she she realized I she realized more about her identity in Christ mm. that if I lock into continuing to renew my mind and 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 use the tools, so we all have tools as believers, yep. right? Mm-hmm. We all have tools. We have the word of God, we have the name of Jesus, we have the whole armor. We have we have access to the blood of Jesus. We have access to angels working on our behalf. Yes. Like God has given us everything that we need to stay victorious. And so this client realized if I could just re- if I just I realized that she said I realized that I all I have to do is keep renewing my mind. And she said I understand what renewing my mind means, right? Yeah. I'm renewing my mind. Um. She said you you give me everything I need in therapy. Now it's just for me to to continue mine and walk it out of my faith. That yeah. was wonderful. It is. That was I bet cool. that was such a win for you too. Cause uh, you're just yes, ma'am. celebrating how her whole life is going to be different. Cause when you start Absolutely. walking with the Lord, then he can start activating the things that he's called you to do. Absolutely. So Absolutely. good. Do you mm-hmm. have any clients that have dabbled in any occult type things? I feel mm-hmm. like the new age has made its way like creeping into Christianity and people are starting to believe that a lot of these things are good mm-hmm. when they're not. Have you experienced that at all? Well, I've heard people and I, and I, and I do not mess with any of that stuff. Right. When I hear people say manifestation, I'm like, oh, what is that? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> but, um, 
I hear people say things like, you know, I, I need to manifest it or, and I just don't, I, because it's not something that I provide or even mm-hmm. dive into. I don't yeah. even probe. I don't even, because it's not, it's not my, my platform. Yeah. So I, there's a lot of people that, you know, I've heard people talk about, um, not in my caseload, but I've heard people talk about crystals and um, uh, I don't even know the other terminology, but I've yeah, definitely- There's a lot of things that have crept in, you know, and I think there's a difference between, so the biggest one I see, I'll just give you this example. The biggest one I see is there's like, you know, healing, there's healing prayer that Jesus is performing. Okay. And then there's all these other things like energy healing and Reiki And I can't even think what the other one is off the top of my head right now that, that people believe Mm -hmm. are God, right? But if they are God, then, then why can't you just pray for healing when we're seeing healings over here with just God? Why do you need all these other things if that's God healing? And, you know, I know, I know some people that are are practicing Reiki that really believe that they're doing a good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And if that's not your area of expertise, but I just was curious if you had any thoughts on that. Mm-mm. Thankfully, no, thankfully I don't have, I mean, there have been people that clearly say, I don't want to incorporate Christ. So if they sure. don't want to incorporate Christ, I'm sure that they're practicing something. Sure. Right? They're doing something, but, um, I don't mess with that Yeah. at all. And I, and I make it known that, you know, and if it's something that somebody brings up, I'll just be honest to say, that's not something I. Yeah. That's say. so good. Yeah. That's so good that that's how you address it. Yeah, I, I love I'm not it. Compromise. <laughs> Good, I, I love it. All right, let's talk about your books because I know you have two of them, right? Is that two? Two. two. Okay. Oh my gosh. So, so tell us about them. Yeah. So the first one is called Empowerment for You, Encouragement for Your Spiritual and Emotional Wellness, and that is a book, honestly, based on the podcast Empower to Empower You. And I felt led to write this book to to make it very personal. So it's written in a very personal and and yet practical way. Love it. Um, Filled with strategies for somebody to, from somebody from the college age to the seasoned age uh, adult to just sit there and read it in a way that is it's very easy to read. Even my mother has said it's very easy to read. I have an 85 year old woman who who got the book as well. And so it has, it's filled with strategies to help somebody renew their minds, change their thoughts. Mm. If you want to change how you live, you have to change your thoughts. I believe that whatever we possess, whatever we confess, we possess. I believe that. Like whatever our words is power and this power and death is life yeah. or death in our words. I believe mm-hmm. that with all of my heart. I do too, yeah. So we need to change how we feel and, and change our the trajectory of our behaviors or our lifestyles. Or if we need to address patterns in our life, we need to look at our thought patterns, our mindset. Mm, yes, yes. Have a lot of different tools in there to help somebody um, d- dealing with different things in their lives. And so there's also some things in there, some practical strategies to help somebody with anxiety or depression or comparison. So I basically take my clinical expertise personal experiences. And I write, I wrote the book in a way that's very transparent with a splash of scripture, not too much to make somebody feel pounded. Right. 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 Way that if a a person can really just 
It's very short chapters, so you can really just enjoy your your cup of tea, coffee in a cozy corner and literally read the whole book in a day. It's it's just meant to, by the end of this book, hopefully provide encouragement, empowerment, inspiration, and so that a person can take action to walk in victory in those areas. So good. Mm -hmm. So good. And then and the second, second ahead, one, ahead. yeah, go ahead. No, the second one. one. The second one is a workbook. So the second one is an is called Empowered to Empower You Reflection Workbook. So these are for my people who love to engage in reflection. I believe reflection is such a beautiful gift uh, for self awareness. If you want, if a person wants to learn more about themselves, and I know that word is kind of thrown around a lot, self awareness, self care. Nothing yeah. wrong with it, but it's important for us to learn more about ourselves, why we do the things we do. So yeah. that book is based on selected podcast episodes, and I've included specific prompts. So the person would listen to, it has the number of the episode that they can just kind of go to, listen yeah. to it, and then there's specific prompts for them to come back and do engage, engage in reflection based so on good. the mm-hmm. Yeah, I love yeah. it. And where can people find those books? Both of them are available on Amazon. Perfect. Yes. Uh, things happen so fast. I have not had my official <laughs> book signing event. Um, I do. I am in Memphis. So if people want to contact me, I do have some books on hand. Um, but I do plan to have an official book signing event at some point, hopefully. <laughs> I'm sure that. it's been hard these last two years. I'm sure. Um, yes. And yes. where can people find you if they want to get a copy of that book or if they just love what they've heard today and they are in need of a mental health professional, or they know someone that's in need, where can they find you? Absolutely. They can go to bewindy.com is my website. My first name, B-E-W-I-N-D-I.com. They can also find me on Instagram at empowered, the number two serve. They can also email me info at bewindy.com. Perfect. And I'll link all of this in the show notes so people can easily find you if they have any questions or anything. Anything else, any last words of wisdom that you'd like to share? Mm -hmm. I just want to encourage people. Some people are still putting off therapy. You know, I know that there is a stigma that people don't go to therapy. You know, some people may see, well, Black people don't go to therapy, but not only Black people. I think sometimes it's culturally protected that what happens in our family, we do not talk about our business to people, Mm -hmm. right? And so that's not a Black thing. That's that's culture. Um, I just want to encourage people that you can still believe in Jesus and have a therapist. Amen. Wrong. There is nothing wrong. It doesn't mean that you do not have a lot of Christians think that if I go to a therapist, it may mean that I don't have strong faith mm-hmm. that or there may be some judgment or what if somebody found out? What if my pastor found out? What if this person found out? Well, first of all, Jesus had a whole bunch of people with different roles on his team. Yeah. He had a doctor. Mm-hmm. He had a tax collector. He had <laughs> He had a different roles on on his team, right? Amen. And so so he he gave us gifts. He said for us to dominate, for us to reign on the earth, be fruitful and multiply is not just associated with children. Um, It's about sharing your fruits and allowing God's name to be glorified, right? Love that you said that. Yeah. So I just want to encourage people that if you're listening to me and, and going to therapy does not mean that, that that you are in crisis. It could just mean that you need some maintenance. You need to have a safe space and talk through some things. You need to solve some problems in your life. You need to get some tools. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean that everything you would not. Hopefully you would not wait to say your car has some warning lights. 
Hopefully you will not wait till your car breakdown to get it to take, to get oh, taken. That's such of. a great way of describing it. It really right. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially with all the stress that everybody's been through in the last two years, like being an adult is already hard enough. And then yeah. everything that's happened the last two years. And I mean, luckily I'm self-employed. My kids are homeschooled. So we've been sheltered from a lot of stuff yes. that's happened and yes. I've still felt it. So I can't imagine people that have had, you know, to try to bring their whole job home and bring their kids home and homeschool their kids and do all these things that they weren't used to doing. And I have helped doing all of the things that I do, but right. if you're thrown into that and you don't have help and you don't even have a space set up, or maybe you lost your job or just like, I'm thinking of all the things that I know how people have been affected this last two years. There's no mm-hmm. shame in getting help. Or if, even if you haven't been affected by it, you know, like there's no shame in just walking through that season and getting mm-hmm. some support through it. I can mm-hmm. speak from personal experience that it was the best decision I ever made. I've, I've attended counseling several different times in my life through different things. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's like putting the healing on mm-hmm. like the fast track. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's so important. It's so important to have that space. And so I know that a lot of people too have struggled you know, with their faith. I've heard people say things like, you know, Mm -hmm. I I just, I I get so upset with that, but because I know I hate the enemy, right? I hate the enemy. The enemy wants us to view God as the enemy. Yeah. Like that's what he wants us to do. So if we can take our eyes off of him as the enemy, right? Satan, right? Mm -hmm. And and, and blame God for the tragedy, blame God for the COVID, blame God for our loved ones dying, blame God for other things, then we, then he could just keep doing his own thing. And so unfortunately people are, (laughs) I don't mean to laugh because I'm not taking it lightly, but it's just, yeah, it's unfortunate that most of the world doesn't see what we see, right? The way he perverts everything and the one that created us is the one that's good, but that's not always the one that people are leaning into. No, 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 no. And so yeah. I you know. So, so having a, a Christian counselor or somebody that you can really talk through those conflicts, not every church is intimate when you can go and talk to right. your minister about these things. And so it's okay to talk through those challenges, to build up your faith or to stir up your faith. Um, it's okay to talk to somebody else to the right person, of course, to, to yeah. help you get to the place where you have some peace. Right. And be able to move forward for sure. And just that third party perspective, mm-hmm. um, somebody that's removed from your everyday life that can see, you know, the forest instead of yeah. like when you're in a situation, even if it's not crisis, even if it's just a tough season, I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes you only see the tree. Yeah. And you see this giant tree in front of you and you see this problem and the therapist can step back and see the whole picture and just allow a different perspective. Um, Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. So thank you for the work that you do in this important season. I'm so glad that the Lord has blessed your business when you stepped out on your own, because it's allowed us to connect and um, I can't wait to read your book and just keep doing amazing things. And thank you for being here today. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. I can't wait to have you on as well. Yes. I look forward to that. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. If you liked what you heard today, it would mean the world to me if you would take 30 seconds and give me a five-star rating, write a quick review, and subscribe to the podcast. And share it with any of your family or friends that you feel like this episode could bless. It helps get the word out more than you know. Or if you know someone that's a hope dealer and has an incredible story that needs to be shared, go to my website at www.exaltedhealth.com forward slash podcast and fill out the podcast guest form. 
The world needs these stories of Jesus now more than ever. Or if you have a miracle or testimony of an incredible Jesus moment, you can go to our website and fill out the testimonial page for a chance to get a shout out on the podcast. We'll see you next time.